0: Welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host Yara Rose from the yararose.com website. That's y a r a r o s e.com. Today's episode is going to be a little different than what we've been doing so far. I was trying to go back through my old post and chronologically release these episodes. Similarly to how I created the blogs so that way you could follow my journey from start to finish But today I just don't feel like doing that So we're gonna try to mix it up a little bit and probably go back to that most likely on the next episode so today's episode is going to be about how I have come full circle in a lot of the things that I heard in my very first session with my own life coach way back in December of 2017. To be completely honest, I was re-listening to that session, trying to figure out exactly what my next topic should be. And during that re-listen, I realized that I have come full circle on so many of the concepts that she had brought up at that time. I was a little amazed that things that she said way back then, I have truly realized or have figured out for myself that I believe in that and it has changed my life immensely. So instead of just telling you this is my next step and this is what I did after this, I'm going to tell you that today I absolutely love my life. I do. It's amazing. It's great. And I think that's part of the reason I don't want to do my normal episode. I'm just so excited about everything, and I don't really feel like going back in time and lowering my vibration to that level today. So, as I said, when I was looking for materials for this podcast, I went back to my initial session that I ever had had with my current life coach, and I was amazed and honestly in awe at how many of the things that my grandma on my mother's side had told me and how I had learned them again throughout different phases in this journey that I've been on. And it's not like you memorize every single thing that was said in that session. So it's kind of amazing to me that so many of the things she talked about have occurred, just like she said they would. I listened to it, and as I listened to it, I wrote down what the different thoughts and things that she had said were, and at this time, if you would humor me, I'm going to read them to you, and then I'll talk about them a little bit. On December 9th, 2017, my life coach channeled my deceased maternal grandmother, who after 18 years of not being able to communicate with me, had a lot to say. She says, you're doing good stop beating yourself up so much your thoughts are creating all of this anxiety and most of the time it doesn't happen the way that you thought it was going to happen most of the time everything turns out just fine so why do you continue to cause yourself so much unnecessary anxiety stop those thoughts and instead start saying what you're grateful for in that moment instead of focusing on what you're scared of in the future this anxiety is preventing you from moving forward because it's keeping you from seeing all of the opportunities around you to move forward. Believe that the solutions are there and they will come. Abundance is always there and miracles are there all of the time. This life of worry and frustration will disappear. You have to change your mind because your mind is creating your vibration. You're in this fear vibration that is blocking you from seeing the miracles and opportunities all around you. God is opening your heart so that you can become more a believer in Him versus dogma. It's not about the rules that religious organization sets for you. For you, it's more about seeking the truth and finding God in your heart. That's all God wants, and I'm helping you to find this. Ever since you were a little girl, you've struggled with believing in something that you cannot see. Once you feel it, then you will believe it and you won't need to see it anymore. That feeling will connect the belief for you. Ever since you were a little girl, you questioned how God could exist. If there was a God, how could there be so much pain and suffering? Grandma's response was that pain and suffering was a choice. We create our pain and suffering when we disconnect, when we go against who we are, when we choose things that are unhealthy for us. Yes, bad things can happen. She can see on the other side now that there's a wave of energy that we're creating from our thoughts and feelings and actions combined. And it's creating the trajectory that we're on. And we can always change this trajectory. And then she gave an example of when you have one of those days where you get out of bed and all of a sudden you stumble on something and you stub your toe and you're in so much pain and you focus on that pain and how, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great day me personally I always used to say this is one of those days where I wish I had just stayed in bed all day I just know it this is how it's starting out and her point was that instead of saying that and feeling that and then looking for all of the bad things that are going to happen because that's where your vibration is instead be like oh wow that did not feel good you know like what was I thinking that caused me to do that and was that a good thought a bad thought like maybe we should slow down, rethink some stuff, and see where where I'm coming from, and that would have caused this. And then at the end, you know, just be grateful for finding out that information and be positive about, okay, now that I know that this is what was going on, I'm going to be more mindful of this the rest of the day, and it's going to go great. And then she also ended it with see every day as a beautiful day. And when I re-listened to this after what I've been doing this whole year, I was like, Oh my gosh, wow. Like I yeah. I really have for the most part (laughs) changed my mindset to a more positive one, a more miracle mindset one that she kept referring to during the session. And that's actually where she Recommended that I read that miracle mindset by JJ Virgin that is an amazing book and when you Listen and hear all of the things that she went through while her son was in the hospital and all of the Terrible news about his diagnosis and what he was going to happen and what the expectation was But yet she persevered through all of that and she had a positive attitude and that really helped me to understand that even when you are going through the most difficult times in life, it's a choice whether you want to dwell in the negative and fear or if you want to see the positive and the abundance that are still around you and be grateful for everything that is going right each day because there's always something going right. And when you choose to focus on that, your vibration changes, and you attract more of that. And I know that that sounds crazy. Or when I heard it the first time, I was like, what? I have never heard of that before. But throughout all of my different resources that I've been listening to, I really resonate with the fact that our vibration makes one of the biggest impacts on what happens in our life. Because our vibration is what causes us to attract things whether they be good or negative and our vibration is affected by so many things it's affected by the food that we eat the environment that we're in the books we read the electronics we participate in the tv programs we watch other people everything everything impacts our vibration and if we're not aware of that it's easy like in this case I was. I didn't realize that that was even a thing. I just knew that sometimes I felt really low and sometimes I felt okay and, and whatever. I just thought those were emotions, but there's actually a vibration that you're emitting. And this was completely new to me back then. But now, after three years or two and a half or whatever you want to call it, I understand that. I see it. It's one thing to just read about it. You know? Like, oh, well, that's kind of strange, it's a little out there, but once you start incorporating that and you start paying attention to it and seeing it and seeing how it changes your whole life, that's belief for me, but I've lived it. I'm a completely different person today than I was back on this day in December of 2017. I love my life now, and I did not then. I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I didn't know how I had gotten myself into such a rut where I was unhappy everywhere and I couldn't figure out how to get out and what to do. So to go from that to this summer, I have really found that I love my life. I love myself. I love everything about my life. Like, honestly, you know how sometimes you play that whole game with yourself where it's like, okay, if I could be anyone in the world, who would I be? And for the first time that I can remember, I chose me because I love me. And I absolutely love my life. And that doesn't mean that I don't have hard times or difficult situations that come up and arise in my life. Because I do. I fall down that rabbit hole just like every single one of you. The only difference is that I know how to get myself out and I know that I am the one that decides how far down the hole I go because it's up to me to change my perception, my mindset, my energetic pattern at that time and I've done it before over and over and over again, I'm confident that I can dig myself out of whatever hole I fall in and I know that I'm never alone and I've reopened my line of communication with the other side and I know that I am never and will never have to feel alone again. That truly is all it is. It's a feeling of being alone you are never disconnected from them. You may feel disconnected from them, but you're never disconnected, they are always there. And that's made a huge difference in my life because I no longer feel like I'm this one person on an island trying to face all of these difficult situations on my own. I have a whole team of spiritual guidance And love and abundance and support that are available whenever I need and it gives me extra momentum and it gives me that extra love and that extra support to get through whatever situation I'm in it's amazing I want every single person on this earth to experience it because that changes everything in your life when you know and you feel and you have that connection I wake up every single day, and I thank my spirit community, and God, and Jesus, and everyone, all the ascended masters that I have had communication with for this amazing new day that I get to experience that's full of opportunities and chances to grow and learn. And then I thank them for their constant guidance their love the abundance the support that they give me no matter what especially on those days that I know I'm being difficult when I know that I've fallen in the rabbit hole and I'm not quite ready to see the other side or change my perception and I just want to play that victim role for just a little bit I thank them for loving me through it and for supporting me no matter what and there's also days where I know that the next step that I have to take is taking another deep step outside of my comfort zone and I may not be quite ready to do that, but they're still there and they're still offering me love and they're still trying to shove me out, but yet in a loving, (laughs) very loving way. And I thank them then too. In fact, at one point, this year, I noticed that I was seeing the number 11 a lot. Like, you know, on time specifically, I'd look at the clock and it'd be 2-11 or 3-11 or 4-11 or 11-11 or whatever you want, whatever, something with an 11. Or I'd be doing something with entering numbers into the system and I'd have an 11 this and 11 that and it would just seem like it was constant. So I, I looked up what 11 means symbolically and... One of the things that I resonated with is that you're on your path to your higher purpose on life and what you came here to do. And also to remember that the guides are helping you achieve whatever it is that you're working on and whatever your intentions are right now. So to make sure that they're what you want, because negative or positive they're going to give you whatever it is that you are vibrating at and asking for. So, I took that as a chance an opportunity for myself that whenever I happen to see an 11 now, whether it be on the time or just a number somewhere, I stop whatever I'm doing. And, and for a moment, I say thank you to my spirit community for all of the love, support, and abundance that they've given me and for helping me change my perceptions and grow and step outside of my comfort zone again and again and again. And that's really made a difference in my whole attitude, my whole mindset for the day. Even whenever I do it, I can be cranky because I got an email that was a little nasty or upset because I had to fix something or whatever that I didn't want to do. And I'll see it at 11 and it will remind me that there's small stuff that I can sweat and I can let it ruin my whole day. Like my grandma said with the toe. I can let that stub of that toe or that email or that error that I have to fix ruin my day or I can let it go because really in the grand scheme of things, it's not worth it to me. It's not worth it to me to let that that change my vibration and that hold me down and that start attracting things that I really don't want in my life. I really resonate with the fact that our vibration makes one of the biggest impacts on what happens in our life because our vibration is what causes us to attract things whether they be good or negative and our vibration is affected by so many things it's affected by the food that we eat the environment that we're in the books we read the electronics we participate in the tv programs we watch other people everything everything impacts our vibration and if we're not aware of that it's easy like in this case I was I didn't realize that that was even a thing I just knew that sometimes I felt really low and sometimes I felt okay and and whatever I just thought those were emotions but there's actually a vibration that you're emitting and this was completely new to me back then but now after three years or two and a half or whatever you want to call it I understand that I see it. It's one thing to just read about it. You know, like, oh, well, that's kind of strange. It's a little out there. But once you start incorporating that and you start paying attention to it and seeing it and seeing how it changes your whole life. That's belief for me. That resonates with me. I've seen it. I've lived it. I'm a completely different person today. Than I was back on this day in December of 2017. Another reason that I am loving my life these days is because I have found my relationship with my higher power. And I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again I do find myself referring to my higher power as God, but to me, It doesn't matter what you call this higher power, if it's your Buddha, um, Jesus, God, uh, all the other ones that are out there. I can't think of them at the moment, but I believe they're the same higher power. They just go by different names depending on your belief system. There's nothing better about my God versus whomever you worship. They're, They're the same. It's just what we were brought up with. So I will slip sometimes and use the word God just because that is the name that I was raised with. But that doesn't mean that I'm talking specifically just about the God that is worshipped by Christians. It's the same higher power everyone believes in, is my belief. So I had questioned if a higher power existed. I always kind of believed that a higher power existed, but I didn't know exactly what the rules around that higher power were. And I had a hard time understanding how if there was a higher power out there, how there was so much turmoil and pain and suffering in this world because wouldn't that higher power help to eliminate that? Wouldn't they prevent that from happening because don't they supposed to love us unconditionally and why would they want to see us go through this pain and suffering? So as a child, I know that was one area that I really, really struggled with. And it took me a long time to... Figure that out. And to be honest, sometimes I still don't know for sure that I have it all figured out because I still see some young child fighting for their life because they have some terrible disease like cancer, and it seems so unfair because they have so much life that they have yet to live, and yet here they are fighting for their life, and some of those kids don't make it. And to me, I really struggle with that because I don't understand why why that particular kid needs to die but after all of the things that i have read and looked into and been exposed to in the last couple years i can understand it more than i ever could before because there's so many factors that go into it there's that soul that is in that child there's the whatever their plan was maybe they didn't plan to come down to this earth to have a long life maybe they needed to learn lesson a b and c and they could do that in a short period of time and maybe that child's soul aligned with some other souls that they felt owed them from a past life experience some unconditional love and some further guidance but not for a whole lifetime only for a short period of time so both souls the mom the dad and the child decided to enter contract together where they would be a part of each other's life in this current lifetime for this many years. And at that point, the child was going to exit, and then the other two souls were left to learn lessons that could be learned easier with having a child being lost in their life and the impact that that's gonna have on them. There truly are just so many different scenarios that we as currently incarnated human beings cannot even begin to wrap our brains around. There are too many factors that we don't know. There are too many things that we cannot see. And a part of that has led me to believe in my faith even more because I know that there are all of these things that we don't have access to, nor should we, because how can you really learn a valuable lesson when you have the answers right in front of you? You're not going to take it seriously. If you were given... A science test and told to study chapter one through three, but you knew the answers were going to be given to you the day of the test. Are you going to study? Are you going to learn? No. We can't see the bigger picture all of the time because if we did, we wouldn't make certain decisions. We wouldn't have to. And then we wouldn't learn. So, as much as I sometimes wish. I could take a zoom out and see which path is going to lead me closer to what I really want to do. I know that that's impossible, so I have to trust in my spirit council that I have, my little community I've created, and that they will help me navigate my own journey. I do wanna talk about a couple of things quick before we end this that I have found to be very helpful on my journey from this day in December of 2017 to now in August of 2020. And those are the resources that are available to us in this day and age. There are countless books, TV programs, YouTube videos, different blogs, different resources available to us to expand our horizon and really dig into the things that resonate with us and that, that really get us curious. The things that make you really curious and you want to investigate, I would really follow those urges because there's something there for you. And I've been guided to numerous books with different opinions and, and different beliefs. And I've integrated different pieces of every book into my life. I haven't totally completely resonated with one single person entirely. And that's why I always say to take what you can and leave the rest because every single one of us has a unique perspective based on our own life experiences. There's really not going to be a single person that matches with you exactly. Nor should there be. So in my blogs, in my recommendations page on my website, and throughout these different podcasts, I do recommend specific books that I found to be really helpful on the topic. I urge you to check them out if you're at all interested, because there may be a piece inside the actual book that you resonate with strongly that I didn't bring up during my blog or my podcast or whatever. That may be really helpful to you and may really resonate with you. There's also so many YouTube videos out there that I just love. Like one of them I recommended already, the Nick Ortner one on EFT tapping. That's amazing and so helpful. But there's also a lot of binaural beat ones. And those are what I use to work on my vibration. They're what I use to work on my own meditation and kind of getting in that meditative mind. But with those, I would like to recommend that you pay attention and follow the warnings that are with them because there are some that say that if you're not ready to listen to it, then you shouldn't because it could do more harm than good. And I truly feel that even though you're maybe new to it, they are important and they're not a joke. So please Pick the one that you want to use by what feels right and what resonates with you. And last but not least, another resource that I have found to be immensely helpful in this transition that I've made is journaling. It doesn't have to be any fancy journal. It can just be a simple notebook that you can buy at any store. And just writing down your thoughts, your feelings, your issues that you have in any specific day Or if your mind seems like it's really just full of a lot of chaotic thoughts that you just can't seem to exercise, I find that just opening up a blank page and writing them all down can sometimes be all the difference because they just need, they want space. So once you write them down, they're gone and you can get back to whatever you really wanted to do. Something that I find to be immensely helpful about journaling is just that, you know, after you've been doing something or working on something like my whole transformation, sometimes you feel like I'm stuck. Like I feel like I don't even know if I've got anywhere. So it's interesting to me sometimes to just look back at journals from like a month or two ago or, you know, a year ago, and you can actually see the progress that you've made just from things that used to bother you or different thoughts that you used to have or problems that you used to have. And you're like, wow, I don't even think about that anymore. Like that's not a thing. And it's kind of amazing to see that. Like this, actually, this whole podcast. It was so amazing for me to see where I was at on December of 2017 versus where I am now in August. And I, I don't know if you appreciated it, but I thought it was pretty awesome. I hope that you got something useful out of my comparisons and inspiration. Please, please. To show you that you don't have to be that person anymore, you don't have to be stuck in that hamster wheel in this dark and gross room. If you don't want to, it's a choice. It really, truly is. And that's why I do this podcast. It's why I created YarRose.com to let you know that you don't have to do anything. You can co-create the life that you want. Anytime you want. You can start. Anytime. Just one step and then another and then another and then another. And then soon you'll be on your road to a completely different destiny. It's powerful. You are a powerful being. And you can do it. If I can do it, any of you can do it. I promise you. Wherever you are, whomever you are, wherever you are in your journey, I want you to know that you are loved and you are surrounded by so many opportunities, so many beautiful souls. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Unraveling the Veil with all of my love. Yara Rose.